Wasn't that nice? Look at this beautiful squirrel. I am James Hake. It is Sunday. It is Sunday, uh, May 3rd. May 3rd, my dad's birthday. Oh, shoot. I shouldn't dox him. <laughs> 2020. Nice. Welcome, guys. Isn't this nice? We are streaming. We thought we would stream, make sure the stream is working. So far, so good. No glip, no blips, right? No blips. How's the audio? How's my voice compared to that music? Was my voice too quiet, too loud, fine, perfect? Appreciate you guys joining. What's up to D Live, Mixer, Facebook, um, Periscope? Nice. YouTube, and uh, I think I already said D Live, and Twitch. That's cool. We're streaming on six channels in Mixer. I oh, yeah, I said Mixer. Beta Squirrel. Is that Earl the Squirrel? <laughs> What's up, Earl? I know you listen to my show. Nice, appreciate it. Nice to hear from you sometimes. Um, you know, there's all kinds of mess going on in the world, and I'm gonna be getting into it in a just about a minute. We have a minute till nine. I don't want to start the the cool music until meaning uh my intro song from AJ Gallardo. Shout out to you. Um, until the top of the hour, but. Thank you to Jib Jab and Giovanni A for the faithful support. And Jib Jab again saying, wait for it. And is it Tabor? Jay Eaton says, happy Sunday, Hake. Thank you, man. And, oh, somebody said something here. Happy birthday, Shallot Shallot. <laughs> and I'm not sure what that means, but that's Umflov says that on Gave a Diamond. Appreciate the diamonds. And ninjaginis and all that stuff, guys. And of course, ice cream and lemons, too. Thank, thank you, Noah's Arkansas. I have an interesting show for you. By the way, I do need, I am, I am delinquent in releasing my I Love Boomers t shirt. And so I was just talking with my associate about my being behind on that. So I will be getting that out soon. I Love Boomers t shirt. I wore it. It's an exclusive for me only right now, but I will be getting that to you, guys. Um, you know, DLive recently switched over, and so they're having minor issues, but you guys should not be experiencing any of that. So, if you're just tuning in now, I just started an early little early bird stream like I always do on Sundays, right? Unless I'm really late. But don't fret not because I have the intro song, and I have a show for you. Listen to this. What's up, guys? I want to deal with this female kiss-up mess that's going on right now. Tara Reid, Joe Biden dumb stuff, this phony female MSNBC host falling for phony politicians and more. Maybe a little bit about this fat professor. Oh, it's the hate report, the hate report. 
Don't you like my Sunday version of the Hake Report theme song? This is the original, created by A.J. Gallardo. Beautiful song. On Sundays, I play that one, or Joel plays it for me. And on Monday through Friday, we play the Trevor Wesley uh, one, which he did his own version of. Very nice. Where I only have time to say, hey, guys. <laughs> That's cool. So thank you to both of you guys. Appreciate it. Very good musicians, by the way. Check them out. Um, AJ Gallardo's thing is 10 fingers, 11 toes, by the way, just so you know. You guys can call in 888-775-3773. That's 888-775-3773. I have, by the way, a tip for boomers. And actually, somebody gave a tip, a a boomer-friendly tip that was a benefit to me for DLive. But a tip for boomers... Say you're not paying for YouTube Premium. YouTube Premium, the only benefit, you pay like $10, $13 a month. The only benefit is you can, you can turn off the, the display of your phone or go away into a different app. And the YouTube video that you're watching or listening to, it continues to play the audio of it. So you can still continue to listen to the YouTube video. But say you don't have YouTube Premium, right? Say you don't want to give money to Google, which I don't blame you for. Um, Periscope has that option for free. <laughs> if you want to watch on Periscope, you can you can uh, close, turn off the display and it'll continue. There is a setting, right? And I think it's a default. I could be wrong. Where it'll continue to play. Isn't that nice? And somebody gave the option to me for... Say you don't like Periscope either because it's owned by Twitter and Twitter likes to censor people and all that mess. Say you want to support on DLive or watch via DLive. This is what somebody told me, and I don't know, I haven't checked, tested it independently. You don't use the DLive app because the DLive app, as soon as you close it, it shuts off the sound and video. But you can open up DLive.tv slash The Hake Report. Or for Jesse's show, dlive.tv slash Jesse Lee Peterson in uh, like your Safari browser if you have an iPhone, right? Yeah, you're giving money to Apple. Shameful. Disgusting. But just say, too bad, you have, you have an iPhone. Safari is the web browser. <laughs> I'm really explaining this for the boomers. And um, you can play it and then open a new tab. I think you can open a new tab. And then, um, and then close your display, and you can have it playing in the background. That's what I heard from somebody I was watching Asmodor's podcast or stream yesterday. And that's what he said. somebody said. Wondergoy, I think, said it. Nice. But um, otherwise, just keep it on. It's fine. Um, let me get right to this, this female kiss-up mess that I mentioned. I don't even really want to know this question, the answer to this question, I don't think. But if you're itching to talk about it, I guess I'll let you. What do you guys think of this Tara Reed thing? Tara Reed is this, I think she's white. I'm looking over at Joel. I don't even know if he knows anything about it. Tara Reed is a female 
middle-aged accuser. You can even Google her. I think it's safe to Google her. T-A-R-A-R-E-A-D-E. Female accuser of, of uh, former Vice President Joe Biden accusing him of having done something way back in the 90s that she decided she didn't like or something like that. But she's maybe making it up. Women do make stuff up. Just make stuff up. Oh, there she is. Huh. Interesting. Um, okay, so maybe she's Italian or something. Oh, that's what she looked like? <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's how she looked back then? Uh, but she's still a nutcase. Or back then she was a nutcase. Why would you be working for Joe Biden? Especially back then. People were not. <laughs> Joelle says, I get it now. <laughs> but, I mean, I really believe this man is innocent. He's not innocent in the sense that he is an evil person, but he's innocent of this dumb thing. <laughs> this woman is lying, says Chris Hawk. Yes, I agree. So, yeah. Um... This woman accused, basically did, the, you know, the hashtag Me Too movement where women are accused men and gays accuse other guys of um, touching them or something like that. Well, that's what she did to Joe Biden. And <laughs> I don't even believe it. Uh, <laughs> but anyways, she is, she has been... Trying to get, I don't know, women are not just just lying for money. They also lie for ego, for revenge, to out of hatred, out of self-righteousness, all kinds of things. And it's not just women. There's, there's a lot of men who do this stuff too, female-minded especially. Communism is built on lies, by the way. Just a side note. Democrats are built on lies. The lie that, oh, it's not a baby. You can kill it. It's the woman's body. Things like that. And then Maze, people like Maze fall for it. Maze, shameful. Come on. After all these years listening to the Jesse Lee Peterson show, and nine or 3,000 says, Hake doubts all thoughts. And he spells it a different way. <laughs> for the boomers, um, TH, do I want to explain this? Is it inappropriate for, for my show? My show is... Family-friendly, child-friendly. T-H-O-T means that unclassy lady over there. <laughs> that lady did not... I don't know. Yeah, she's... I think, I think weight makes people look older, too. But, yeah, she, her face is a little creased. But anyways, she is an accuser of Joe Biden and... You know, there's people on the right who make the mistake of saying, oh, we need to pay attention to this. There are some on the right who are sensible and just use it to point out the hypocrisy because the feminists, a lot of the feminists and the liberals and whatever want to hide this because they want, it's, a de it's against a Democrat, a powerful Democrat, so-called powerful Democrat. He's not powerful, he's just been around forever. And he's starting to wear, show signs of wear, this Joe Biden guy, meaning like he's not as sharp as he used to be. And he was never that sharp, but he was 
he was sharp enough to stay a politician for this long. So anyways, I saw a few days ago this hashtag fire Chris Hayes, um, who is a male liberal. I think he's straight, though. MSNBC guy. This is like the second man at MSNBC. MSNBC is a, um, a f- kind of a forgettable network, but Al Sharpton goes there on Saturdays. Who's a disgusting, uh, you know, black guy who's been around too long, at least in the public eye too long, right? Um, and he's second to this phony intellectual lesbian anchor. I'm blanking on her name. Let me know if you remember her name, Nick, the late, this top lady at MSNBC, the number one most recognizable, Rachel Maddow. Thank you, guys. <laughs> Man, he's so he's second to her. What a shame. Uh, he's second fiddle. But anyways, he ha, hashtag fire Chris Hayes was trending on Twitter a few days ago after he covered this story, and you know I'm sure he co- covered it in a kiss up way. New York Times editorial board, you know, so finally liberals are catching on that oh we should cover this story so we don't look like hypocrites. We really believe in women. So and New York Times editorial board. We were a bunch of idiots, led by a black guy, I think, came out with a dumb article calling on the DNC, the Corrupt Democrat National Committee, to investigate so-called sexual assault, which is a buzzword, claims against presumptive nominee Joe Biden. Joe Biden is running for president against President Trump, and he's not going to win. And who knows if he's going to be the nominee. Good morning, Brandy. But we'll see. Um, oh. But, you know, I, let me show you this. Another phony Democrat woman. I got this from Tim Young. Tim runs his mouth on Twitter. He tweeted out a clip. A mash, He said, here's a mashup of Nancy Pelosi. This is clip one. Responding to a question about Tara, Re- Tara Reid, whatever, compared to how she handled Christine Blasey Ford. Blasey Ford? Blasey Ford? You'll know which ones are which. Before I play this for you, let me just briefly remind you there was an attack on men in the form of um, when Trump nominated his second guy, uh, Supreme Court nominee. Then Judge Brett Kavanaugh, his name is Justice Brett Kavanaugh now, and he is soft, kind of rhino-y. But hey, whatever. Why couldn't he find another? Isn't there, isn't there anybody remotely similar to in strength and character and common sense to um, Clarence, Justice Clarence Thomas? Because everybody else who's in the Supreme Court, besides Justice Clarence Thomas, is weak including the so-called conservatives. But anyways, um, Trump has nominated two to the Supreme Court. The second was Brett Kavanaugh, and, and this woman said that, oh, when, when I was in high school with this guy, or maybe it was early college, but I think it was high school. High school. Um, he got drunk and took me up into his room and tried to, and, and jumped on me. She, and he didn't even do anything, according to her. 
But it was so traumatizing. And now she's a feminist professor up in, what, Sacramento or the Bay Area or somewhere. And she has a husband and kids. Man, how embarrassing, huh? Imagine if you're, you're, you have a wife and kids, and this wife decides to accuse a Supreme Court nominee. What a mess. So, so that's the Christine Blasey Ford thing. And so this is Nancy Pelosi, who's the Speaker of the House of Representatives, a Democrat. I don't know if she was Speaker in both cases. And interestingly, she's wearing the same outfit in both of these, both of these clips. You'll hear one clip about, uh, about defending Joe Biden and another clip attacking Justice Brett Kavanaugh. And another clip, it'll go back to Biden and then Kavanaugh. Listen to this. Investigation on Justice Kavanaugh when a very similar uh, allegation came out on him. Uh, well, let, let me just say I, I respect your question, and I don't need a, a lecture or a speech. We're here to show our respect for all women who have a case, have it respected, the due process, to investigate, to find the truth, not fear it. Here's the thing. I have a complete respect for the whole Me Too movement. I have four daughters and one son. And uh, there's a lot of excitement around the idea that women will be heard and be listened to. But these, what's happening here has lifetime impacts. The crimes themselves, the, uh, uh, the uh, uh, allegations that have been made are about uh, offenses that have a lifetime impact. There is also due process and uh, the fact that Joe Biden is Joe Biden. There is an allegation made against a person, an allegation, as I said before, that has lifetime impact on a person to be violated in that way by a person who wants a lifetime appointment to the Supreme Court. Uh, we, there's been s statements from his campaign, or not his campaign, but his former employees who ran his offices and the rest, that there was never any record of this. Instead of asking questions, the Republican leadership fears the truth. There was never any record. And that uh, nobody ever came forward or nobody... Really? They're so afraid of the truth, and they're so afraid of women... Dr. Christine Blasey Ford, for the truth that she will tell. I am so proud. The happiest day for me this week was to support Joe Biden for president of the United States. Uh, I joined Leader Schumer in calling for Judge Kavanaugh to withdraw his name from consideration. He's a person of great integrity, a great concern for the American people. The Judiciary Committee and the Senate decide to go forth. They have to know that they are having a demoralizing impact and a chilling effect on the entire movement of courageous women who are telling their stories and demanding justice. He authored the Violence Against Women Act uh, when he was the chair of the Judiciary Committee uh, in the 90s. So there are two equities to be weighed. One equity is the integrity of the Supreme Court. The other equity to be weighed is the respect that we have for women when they come forward. Isn't that a shame? Shame on you, Nancy Phony woman. And she said that Joe Biden has integrity. So that was Nancy Pelosi. She's wearing the same thing, except 
around her neck is, I guess that's a mask, right? A face mask? <laughs> She's wearing a face mask, but she has it pulled down below her, her face. But that's Nancy Pelosi for you. Very phony woman. Kissing up to females. Kissing up to Joe Biden. I don't know if she's kissing up to him, but it's phony. Very phony. And so you can pick up on which one or which. Um, those, shout out to whoever mashed that up. I don't know who did it, but thanks to Tim Young for sharing that on Twitter. That's cool. Maybe he did it. Those were clips from C-SPAN. C-SPAN was the one with, uh, where she was defending Joe Biden. And then Washington Post footage where she was attacking um, and defending Blasey Ford attacking Justice Kavanaugh, Judge Kavanaugh at that point. He hadn't been confirmed yet. Crazy, huh? I have more stuff for you. Here's an example of a female sucker. You ever heard of Nicole Wallace? N-I-C-O-L-L-E. I hadn't seen that. I hadn't noticed that spelling before. Nicole D. Wallace. Speaking of MSNBC, right? This is Nicole Wallace. Looks like a mom or something. She's riding a, a four-wheeler maybe or something like that. Or a snow sled thing. Motorized. With a young boy-looking kid. Looks like it might be her son. And, uh... But little does this son know, or maybe he does, or whoever this boy is, that she hates men and males. She does. She is so phony. Oh, my gosh. So this woman tweeted in mid-October, Nicole D. Wallace of MSNBC, she tweeted uh, mid-October 2016. This was before the presidential election of President Donald Trump. When all these women were coming out against Trump, she tweeted, I believe every woman coming forward. Because somebody asked her, this guy named Tom Hoey, just a random guy, just a guy, a follower, who said, Nicole D. Wallace, you are someone that I really respect. What does your gut tell you about all the women coming forward? Believable? (laughs) Tom, why are you believing this woman? I mean, why are you respecting this woman? (laughs) I mean... And you can respect her, but you don't have to respect her dumb opinions. But anyways, he does. And so she says, I believe every woman coming forward. And I've seen memes of these, uh, these women who came out against President Trump. And you compare them to the women who to this day like Trump, including his ex-wives or ex-wife. I forget. He has two ex-wives, right? Such a shame. But he did it. And it's done. Nothing you can do about it now, right? But these women are like beautiful women that still like him, right? And meanwhile, these not-so-beautiful women are coming out against him. So, by the way, let me know if these clips are too loud, too quiet. Hopefully that Nancy Pelosi one didn't blow out your ears if you had headphones. Apologies if it did, but hey, you know how it goes, right? So let me press one if it's good. Press 2 if it's too loud. Press 3 if it's too quiet. All right? <laughs> because I like to know this stuff, right? Because I'm editing these things to make them so that hopefully they work. Uh, oh, I didn't realize I had NumLock on. 
Okay, so here's more of Nicole Wallace. You saw her tweet, right? Or you heard what I said that she said about Trump and believing women. Well, she hasn't really commented on this Tara Reid thing, but whatever. Who cares? But I'm just showing you that she likes phony people, and she's a phony person, right? So this female MSNBC host, I have a clip of her, clip two, Joelle. And this is a two-minute clip. They're talking about this coronavirus response thing, and she references the protests that went on where people expressed their Second Amendment right to carry weapons and went in up to the capital of uh, Michigan. Um, here she goes, and then she's talking to this phony politician, Sean Patrick Maloney, a Democrat from New York, and she's looking to him for an, an example of grit. Look no further than President Trump, Nicole Wallace, but listen to her and him. Tell me more about the stories of grit. I think that people are just awash in the political rancor. I'm shattered by the images of the heavily armed protesters in Michigan and the president um, using those images to ask a governor to negotiate with them. T tell me something good. Yeah, I'll tell you something. You know, it's it's hard to find anything sort of that starts out as good because it all grows out of this tragedy. But but in in those moments of great tragedy, we see such compassion and decency. In my own uh, little town here in Cold Spring, New York, um, you know, there's a woman who lost her husband. She's already facing a tough cancer diagnosis of her own. She's got three kids. Uh, two of them are twins in the same class as, as my youngest daughter. You know, about 250 local townspeople got in their cars and lined the road on the way from the church to the, uh, to the cemetery, um, all socially distant, just sitting in their cars for two hours um, just to let her know that she wasn't alone. Most of those people don't even know her. Um, they don't know their kids the way we do. And to see that kind of decency and, and compassion, it, you know, that's how good people react to mm -hmm. tragedy. They, they think, look, I'm, I'm going to count down, my slightly. blessings. I'm going to see who I can help. Down, I don't understand the people who go to anger, who go to mm -hmm. hatred, who go to screaming and carrying weapons when people in government offices are working around the clock trying to get help to people who need it and need support. Work. Yes, accountability. Yes, constructive criticism. But, but, but we need to come together right now. And this is not a time to be, you know, small. This is a time to be big. It is a time to, to see our common vulnerability, to understand what matters in this life, to refocus on it, to build more community. But, but we're not going to roll over here in New York if we're getting mistreated either. And I, and I got to say, the governor's going to have a lot of allies, and they ought to be in both parties. And they ought to be from states, not just New York, who say, look, this is a national emergency. Some states have been in the bullseye. Uh, they need help. Lame. You notice how these people act like they're so good? Like, this is how good people act. And we got to come together. Sounds like one of those dumb black politicians who's like, we got to come together. Or one of those black uh, activists, we got to come together. It's dumb. We don't need to come together with you people. You people are evil. Phony people. And um, they, those people had the right to go uh, protest. And Trump is right. And he's the example of grit. He's, had, he's been nothing but grit, almost. 
um, throughout his presidency with all these people attacking him. And he's still a happy person <laughs> and free and just making everybody go nuts. What a mess. So did you catch on that this guy's phony? Especially if you're watching him. If you're listening to it, you may not be able to pick up so much on the phoniness. But if you watch him and he's putting on these fake smiles and stuff and talking like he's um, like he's his heart is so warmed by these people. Dumb. Lame. What else? Um, speaking of phonies, I have one more clip from Nicole, that Nicole Wallace, this woman, shared. And then I will get to your super chats and, and D lives and all that stuff. Appreciate them. Um, I have a clip three, Joel, that Nicole Wallace, and I cut it down a little bit, but it's like a minute and a half long. She shared this disgraced rhino ex-president George W. Bush, whom I voted for twice, I know. I didn't know better. I don't know if I would, I don't know if I would, would I do different? Would I do different? I don't know. There's no way of knowing, right? So, um, this guy, President, former President George W. Bush, shared a message about this coronavirus thing. And she quoted the end of his phony script in a tweet. I'll read it. I'll reread it after you hear this, though. Listen to George W. Bush if you can stomach it. Go for it. A remorseless, invisible enemy threatens the elderly and vulnerable among us. Medical professionals are risking their own health for the health of others, and we're deeply grateful. Officials at every level are setting out the requirements of public health that protect us all, and we all need to do our part. The larger challenge we share is to confront an outbreak of fear and loneliness, and it is frustrating that many of the normal tools of compassion, a hug, a touch, can bring the opposite of the good we intend. In this case, we serve our neighbor by separating from them. <laughs> we cannot allow physical separation to become emotional isolation. In this time of testing, we need to remember a few things. First, let us remember we have faced times of testing before. Following 9-11, I saw a great nation rise as one to honor the brave, oh, to grieve with the grieving, and to embrace unavoidable new duties. Second. Let us remember that empathy and simple kindness are essential, powerful tools of national empathy. recovery. Finally, let us remember word. how small our differences are in the face of this shared threat. In the final analysis, we are not partisan combatants. We are human beings, equally vulnerable and equally wonderful in the sight of God. We rise or fall together, and we are determined to rise. God bless you all. Isn't that a throw-up type of a message? And some of you guys may not have caught it. I, you know, I can understand. But let me just point out a few things. Number one, she's sharing a rhino's thing when, in a time of President Trump. She's not for coming together. She hates the president. And she being Nicole Wallace, who shared George W. Bush's dumb statement. And 
at the she quotes his phony script. It's a script, right? He's reading from a script, right? It's not from the heart. We put out a Jesse Lee Peterson video, uh, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. No, it was Sunday Service, 2009, um, where he talks about Obama speaking from the heart and exposing that he hates white people and um, police and that uh, he's an angry, evil person, a deceiver. That was uh, Barack Obama when he spoke from the heart about this... Uh, this story of a professor who was breaking into his own home. The cops got called on him. Cops showed up. And um, there was, of course, an altercation because blacks can't, angry blacks, that is, cannot help, especially angry liberal blacks, cannot help seemingly, but escalate an, a, a nothing situation into a national situation. <laughs> international, really. This was like an international story where... Uh, this dumb professor gets into it with the cops and then he gets himself arrested at his own home. And it's a stupid situation, right? Well, Obama said the police acted stupidly. And I don't know, he is, I don't know all the facts of the matter, but the police acted stupidly, right? And so Jesse covered this in 2009, late July 2009. Check it out. Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel. And it's also on podcast. We recently put out a 30-minute clip on YouTube, Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel, of Jesse addressing the issue. But um, George W. Bush, not speaking from the heart there. He's talking, and she, but she quotes his non-speaking from the heart politician, because she falls for this stuff. Liberal intellectual female, right? And she's a, maybe a mother. I think she is a mother. Nicole D. Wallace of MSNBC. She quoted the end of his phony script in a tweet saying, We rose or fall together, and we are determined to rise. And I don't want to see a message from George W. Bush, but since I had to suffer through it, I made you guys suffer through it, all right? And just a few things to point out from it. I noticed he showed, you know, they're talking about the healthcare workers risking their lives. He showed a female nurse, of course. <laughs> She's pretty, but still shameful. And a bunch of POCs, very diverse country, right? He's pushing this stuff, pushes all this diversity stuff, anti-white stuff. He did nothing about the immigration situation, by the way, guys. He called himself a compassionate conservative, I remember. I remember not falling for that. I did vote for him, but I was like, what are you talking about? He's acting like conservatives are not compassionate or in the right way, right? So he thinks he's like, it's dumb. Anyways, and he referenced how 9-11 we came together. No, we did not. That was a phony coming together. That was just emotional stuff. But I remember all the media and George W. Bush and all these uh, fake people thinking that that was coming together. That was just emotions after a terror attack, right? And then he used the word empathy. Empathy is a liberal word. Never use the word empathy. <laughs> He's all, we need empathy and compassion or something like that. Empathy is like the liberal imitation of, um, false imitation of love. Because empathy is when you feel what somebody else feels, right? You try to feel, like you put them yourself in their shoes. 
but um, which sounds nice, right? If you're an atheist, somebody said, uh, Seek Truth 86 says, if it makes you feel better, I voted for Obama. I know, bad choice. Yeah. I was, I voted for Obama because Bush was such a jerk, a dirt bag. <laughs> she said a different, uh, type of bag, but still, a dirt bag is close enough. And, oh, she also makes the point, the same healthcare workers that are making TikTok videos because they have nothing better to do? Yeah. And, yeah, Marie, <laughs> Marie says, I like him better now than when he was in office. Yeah, it's, it's interesting, right? Um, Bill Clinton comes off as, like, likable, or used to, 10 years ago, he was coming off as kind of likable. Maybe 15 years ago. Or, I don't know. I don't remember when it was. But, I almost forgot how evil he was. Until I started, like, watching the 90s videos. And, plus, he's so decrepit now. It's like, it's like, uh, his wife sucked all the life out of him. And the fat out of him. He got thin as a rail, and she got, I'm referring to Hillary Clinton. She filled out. Um, and then he said, everybody's equally wonderful in the eyes of God. His God is Satan. Or something. Everybody's not equally wonderful. But that's that phony, he's a liberal. That George W. Bush guy. Anyways, um, Trump tweeted, interestingly enough, about this. Uh, I guess this is what George W. Bush put out, right? Um... I think he, I gather that it, this was about it. He quotes this Fox News guy, Pete Hegseth. He's a guy on Fox News. Sometimes pretty uh, reasonable, actually. He says, oh, by the way. And he's, <laughs> Trump misspells it, B-Y-E, bye, as in bye-bye, goodbye. But, and that became a trend on Twitter because people are so dumb and shallow. But anyways, he said, oh, by the way, I appreciate the message from former President Bush. This is what Pete Hegseth said, according to what Trump tweeted. I appreciate the message from former President Bush, but where was he during impeachment calling for putting partisanship aside? Isn't that a good question? He wasn't. He was nowhere to be found. And that was from Fox and Friends, a Fox News channel, Fox News show. So Trump writes about Bush, George W. Bush, that is. He was nowhere to be found during the impeachment, right? The fake impeachment of Trump. He was nowhere to be found in speaking up against the greatest hoax in American history. And that's, that may well be true. I don't know. It is a big hoax for sure. Huge. The impeachment hoax. Uh, basically, all the stuff that they have going up against President Trump is phony. But that's what these people are. Before I get to the calls and the super chats and all that stuff... Real quick, I want to show you something that actually warms my heart. Not this phony, emotional, black and white, depressing sound. Well, it'd be depressing if you're prone to depression, I guess. Uh, sounding videos, propaganda videos from George W. Bush. I have footage from the beach. And it's not footage that I took. This is from last weekend. Before lame governor. You can go ahead and play this footage, actually, Joel. This is silent footage, B-roll, ABC4 
uh, clip a clip four ABC. Look at these people at the beach having fun. How neat! They're doing swell. Well, what the heck? Have fun at the beach. That warms my heart and warms their skin <laughs> to go to the beach. And it's good for you too. It's good to go to the beach. I think some people who have like health problems go to the coast to get well. And then some people go to like dry, deserty area too. But look at all these people at the beach. Isn't that so nice? This was last weekend before Governor Gavin Newsom, the beta governor, said we're closing down all beaches and, and state parks, by the way, too. And it, I, I can't help but feel like the people who took this footage are kind of tattletale type of people. I think this was done by NBC or I think it was NBC News, local NBC News. But it, I could be wrong. When, you know, any one of these liberal local stations. This is at uh, uh, Newport Beach, Newport Beach, California. Beautiful place. Orange County. So right on to uh, right on to you guys. Nice. Going to the beach. <laughs> Shout out to the chopper pilot and the cameraman and the person who uploaded this online. But I suspect that they may not have had the best intentions. Arizona. I'm surprised we don't have more confirmed cases. Interesting. Yeah. So that's what's nice, in my opinion. <laughs> you know what? People... Normal times and normal times, the beaches would be crowded. <laughs> and so uh, I'm only upset that the beaches weren't more crowded. But uh, Gavin Newsom acted like this was such a horrible thing. And you're putting other people's lives at risk because you could catch corona from somebody else there who's not wearing a mask. And then you can pass that on to your grandma. Like it's your business, Gavin Newsom, right? That's not what it means to promote the general welfare. But what a mess. Sun and salt water. Virus doesn't stand a chance. Fresh air, too. Yeah. So right on to those guys. Just don't get sunstroke. Let me read a few super chats. We have to start arresting Marxists. Governors, too, says Patrice O'Neill Groiper. Interesting. Asmodora gave a ninja guinea. Thank you, man. And he said, this is all part of the push to put Biden out and Cuomo in. Yeah, Governor Andrew Cuomo. The people are kissing up to him so bad because he's being a he's acting like he's a leader, right? He's the governor of New York, this Andrew Cuomo guy. He's brother of Frito Cuomo. And Frito is the nickname, right? The unwelcome nickname of Chris Cuomo of CNN. And he's every bit as evil and stupid and deceiving, deceitful as his brother, Chris Cuomo, who supports same-sex marriage, had a huge 25-minute debate promoting same-sex marriage, Chris Cuomo, by the way, with uh, the great Judge Roy Moore, former Alabama Supreme Court Justice Roy Moore. They attack the good guys and then let the bad guys slide and Andrew Cuomo is not a good person but he's a little more 
let's call it in his prime as a politician, then Joe Biden, Joe Biden is over the hill, to put it nicely. So is it Fredo? Is it pronounced Fredo? My bad. <laughs> Fredo, Fredo, whatever. So uh, I have more Corona phoniness to, for you guys, but I have to get to my favorite caller and some other things. Giovanni A said here, I neglected to read their stickers. Jib Jab says on set, and he said, wait for it. Um, Lin Yun Chin says, just a reminder for all of you that Christian equals state of character, the act of resting in the grace of God. What better way to do so if not be still and know? Very nice, Lin Yun Chin. Jib Jab says, I use black screen of life, no longer offered on Google App Store, but you can still purchase for $1.99 on Amazon. Turns off the screen when the proximity sensor is covered. Great for YouTube and cheaper. Interesting. Wow, clever. Lin Yen Chin says, I... Oh, no. Lin Yen Chin says, create equals manifest something from nothing. Unlike all the powers of man, creating isn't a process. It doesn't rely on trial and error. God alone creates. Man imitates via innovation of imagination. Wow, interesting. Thanks, man. <laughs> King Alpha Nerd. This one's for you, Joel. Can I get a swerver port, Joel? Don't feel bad. There's a 17-minute video of Biden's melting brain on YouTube that makes Joel sound better. <laughs> wow. King Alpha Nerd says, If Biden has integrity, I have a wall for you to build. Oh, the wall going up. Yeah. Nancy Pelosi, the phony person. And everybody's known that she's phony. And nuts. But she's a woman and she uses that woman power on people. <laughs> the evil kind of deceiving power, ingratiating power, right? Uh, and she said that Biden has, is a man of integrity. <laughs> Hot Computer Smell says, low grit Trump. Rough on the fake news. Interesting. And Lin Yen Chin says... Hake, that, hold on, this is a long, that old man's scripted speech was fantastic for a science fiction movie. That drama Omama has got, has, that drama Omama has George W. Bush. Also, nation equals so-called race, only replaced to push multiculturalism genocide, multiculturalism genocide. And yeah. So, um, if you didn't follow that, he's saying George Bush is just like his mama. And that was not a good speech, except maybe for a science fiction movie. You know, the, oh gosh, you know that Hollywood is shallow when you hear their, this inspirational speeches, and they have to put this inspirational music behind it, and it's not inspirational. <laughs> I'm thinking about different movies that have supposedly had inspirational things said and different tv series too and the and it's just a phony politician talk it's so weird but they think that it's inspirational and then also he says a nation equals a race a so-called race meaning one people a people of, of a similar race right and that's how it used to be yeah it's true 
And now we have this multiculturalism, which is a ge- which is a form of genocide. They're genociding out the white people. Crazy. White people are only what ten percent of the po- world population. Crazy. How? Why are they picking on us? <laughs> I guess because we're not liberals enough, not commies enough. I don't know. It's crazy. We're still a little bit Christian, leftover Christian in us. A little bit of leftover Christian. I don't know, but for some reason, uh, maybe we'll get to it. I have some calls to get to. But for some reason, they hate white people. Bad. Um, And men. Because men are less insane too, less prone to fall for the insanity. But they still eventually do. Shameful. Mays. My favorite caller out of Dayton, Ohio. And by the way, I will be opening the treasure chest in eight or nine minutes. All right? I've been opening it, guys, right? Haven't I? Okay. Maze, thanks for holding and calling. Hello, James. Hey. Uh, I heard you discussing Bush, and I keep asking people, why were they so upset with Bush? It's like they got amnesia when it comes to Bush. But why were they upset with Bush? Who? You talking about when he was president? The, the Republicans. The yes. Republicans were upset with Bush? Mm-hmm. Which time? I mean, Bush the daddy said no new taxes, and then he raised taxes. That was one Bush thing. the son. Bush the son, he was uh, weak. He was oh, kind of a Trump hater. Did he vote for... I'm not, I don't Trump even know if he... I don't know if any of the Bushes voted, except for maybe the one sane one. There's one sane one who's like a nephew or something. Yeah, who voted for Trump? You didn't answer my question. I say, why were they upset with Bush? Uh, which time? I don't know which time you're talking the about. The last Bush, the son Bush. Why were they upset with him? Which time were they upset with him? Wasn't he president? Yeah. And they were upset with him for what reason? Oh, for spending a lot of money. The Tea Party did not like him spending a lot of money, and then okay. and then Obama just blew the lid off of that and spent. Well, I didn't ask money. you anything about Obama because Obama, when he left. He didn't uh, have a bill like Bush did when he left, did he? Yeah, it was pretty bad under Obama. It was awful. No, 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 no. People weren't losing their stocks, and they weren't losing their, their, their 401ks and all that stuff. I don't Obama. know about that. I don't know about that. I think that. they got him back. Yeah, see, y'all love to use Obama's name for... Uh, yeah, he was like pure that. evil. He, They may have had that, their 401ks, but they didn't have guess, their souls anymore. He I stole guess, their souls. I guess, and all of the big companies and corporations got money back, too. He and spread they, hatred they, like a, yeah. like a mug. But what do you get out of using Obama? Is he medicine to y'all soul or something? No, I'm just pointing out what what happened. I'm wondering. And then when it gets to these women. But what was your point in asking why Republicans were upset with Bush during his presidency? I don't really remember that. That's why I wanted to know. Was that the reason they were upset? I don't remember them being upset during his presidency. Okay. I just remember that people didn't really like him spending all that money. Mm -hmm. And And it was on, like, welfare type stuff. And they were all on, mad about the war, too, wasn't they? Huh? What else said about the war? All these soldiers coming back broke up and half crazy and... Republicans and weren't really... Uh, Republicans thought... I mean, oh, there, were some, there were some nationalist Republicans okay. or um, paleocon-type Republicans, I guess, if they were, if they consider themselves Republicans, who were not happy with that. You're right. Oh, but yeah, most okay. Republicans so, were, were on board with the war. But is it better for it to find an understanding? And then Obama things? made the war worse. More people oh, died that? under Obama. Really? Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah, he, he changed the rules of engagement. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, he changed, so he yeah, changed he did. the rules of engagement. Really? Yeah. Okay. He changed the rules of engagement go- so that these guys had to be killed before they could fight back. 
basically. Mm, you're right. Yeah, it's you're fact. straighten it out. Yeah, but it's true. You should, you should read, Bright, read Breitbart more. I don't, <laughs> care nothing about, I don't care nothing Breitbart got to say because he don't know nothing. Did he go Breitbart's dead. Place? Breitbart's dead. Have some respect. Breitbart knows nothing but be a, but be a hater. That's all. See, you get an understanding about asking questions. And talking to people more so than you want to call them like haters and race baiting and I, all that stuff. I don't think that you would know about how to get understanding, Mace. Who? You. I understand a lot of things because uh, I understand what's wrong with you all, too. Right. You do understand everything about except for yourself. Okay, if you say so. And yeah. y'all don't never look at, you don't never look in the mirror so you can see your reflection. Yeah, look in the mirror. <laughs> but that's not <laughs> why I called you. I called you to talk about these women. Okay, that yes. Come, that, that you say was come, come, uh, accusing men. Yeah. Now, seems like disgusting? that's how you get in office. Have you you have never accused a man, right? Other than no, I wouldn't accuse a man of anything because I wouldn't have spinning. to have that problem with him. Because when I got through him, he would have to explain why I knocked him out. Were you pretty? What? Were you pretty? Yeah, I'm beautiful. Nice to this Inside day. Inside and out. <laughs> you <wanna> well, <laughs> but that has nothing to do with what I'm discussing. You know, they come. Didn't Biden run for president before? Biden? Yeah, I think so. So why didn't she come out then? She might have tried. I don't know. But you're right. Oh, yeah. But I'm saying that's how you win elections now. You got one on the Supreme Court. You got one as president. And you got another one running trying to be president. By getting what, a woman. And what would they all <laughs> by getting of? a By getting a woman to accuse you, that helps you win. I, that's what it looked like. <laughs> but a lot of people drop out, unfortunately, Mace. Well, look, at, uh, of, look at that when, black one. Look at that black guy who is like the strongest black candidate to run for president under the Republic on either ticket, honestly. In ages. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's that guy's so Clarence name? Clarence Thomas got to be Supreme Court justice, too, because of a woman. Look at the, the, <laughs> the last one they chose because of a woman. I know, but there was a... There, he was pretty weak. You're talking about well, Kavanaugh? Mm-hmm. But uh, who's, that guy? who's that guy who's, who was running at that pizza place? Anyways, whatever. But why do you call him weak? Because he's not doing what you want him to do? Because, well, that, too. Yeah, that's part of his weakness. Yep. And what is that? I don't understand. Explain it. Um, Kavanaugh is a kiss-up to females. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, you say so. And then again, my last no, question to you. you. Have to, well, I don't know. My Just last question is, when you're doing a protest, Herman why Cain. you got to have these... Uh, Herman Cain. That didn't help him win, did it? Yeah. Herman Cain. Yeah. Actually, he wasn't even... Honestly, he wasn't even accused of, 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 uh, victimizing any woman. He was just he accused of cheating. He got punished because he was dating them. That's all. He got punished for dating the women. That's why he got punished. Allegedly, anyway, there's, no I'm saying, there's no proof. There's no proof. I like alleged. I like people like Armstrong, and I like people like Colin Powell. But Arms- see, they don't put people oh, down gosh. to make themselves to build up. <laughs> like them other clowns that get paid. So he's talk- she's talking about... Like Walter about Williams and all of those people? Armstrong, uh-uh. Williams, the yeah. rhino, and that... Whatever you want. Whatever, and, whatever you want. They're Republicans. No. So, so anyway... No, they're not Republicans. And you found them like like Walter Williams. Them they just doing it to get paid. They book dance. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Walter Williams is pretty but smart. That's not why I fairly talk, smart. I, I wanted to talk to you, James, about yeah. the last thing I wanted to say was about when you protesting. Why do some people protest just with signs? These things got to have gun. What is it, what is a gun supposed to mean? They they're not protesting for gun rights. So why are they standing up there with the guns and all of that? Did you explain that? Well, they're just. They're just expressing their what rights. What are supposed to represent? Guns represent America. Really? Yes. Well, I don't like weapons. Well, that doesn't mean that you I have... I know how to shoot one, but I don't like If you don't like weapons, then don't have one. But if, 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 <laughs> if, if you don't say, like abortions, uh, uh, then don't have one. What you call one, people right? of color stood out like they every time they got to protest. Where would they go? To jail, right? 
What? POCs carry guns. If they came out to show what they have, uh-uh. like that. Well, I mean, if they're stolen, I guess. I guess. How, what, what do you mean? They got licenses just like everybody else has. Not license. always, but they go to yeah, the range just like everybody else. Goes there to the are range. plenty of cases of uh, of blacks expressing their Second Amendment rights and no problems. Well, I'm gonna say like the one with the, the one that have their license. So what do you? They came out like that. I mean, it, it makes no sense for you to put your. your but your, you're just your, speculating about what might happen. And all this stuff. I gotta and go. Probably have them never served nowhere. I gotta go. Yeah, they miss the classrooms. That's what I say when I look at them. All right. Yeah, think about the North and the South, because that's what we were looking at. Every time you see them coming up with a gun, it's the North and the South. Did you listen? To, did you listen to a Bill Lockwood's show yesterday? What? Did you listen to Bill Lockwood's show yesterday? I ain't listening to that Bill Lockwood got to say, because he's not saying nothing. He messed <laughs> up, too. Yeah, he talked about, they talked about this. That's War. why I used to talk to him. All right. Got to go. Reason, no, have a good one. You too. Nice. Donning Armor out of California. Donning Armor, thanks for holding on. What's up? No Treasure. problem, brother. Is this the maze, the maze report? Tre- I know. I'm sorry. I, t- I kept her on too long. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> uh, you should apologize for taking her calls in the first place. No, okay. I'm just I'm teasing. But, I'm opening the treasure um, chest in like a minute or five seconds or whatever. Uh, give me my lemons. Yeah. Like, uh, um, so I wanted to talk to you about voluntary repatriation, but also I wanted to, to speak with all of these black people in the chat room. Because nobody seems to address anything that I say, and I'm supposed to be like the white ethno-nationalist. I feel a little ashamed. Uh, I'm not getting any feedback from the black community. So uh, out of all of the propositions that I've, I've put forward, right, uh, voluntary repatriation is one of them. And, and what, what is your take on it? You're talking uh, about blacks going back to Africa on, on a voluntary basis and staying? Uh, voluntary basis, uh, and even I'll go further than that, and I'll say, well, that's going back to Africa, or Muslims going back to the Middle East, or what have you. Yeah. Uh, Asians going back to Asia. Uh, it, with incentives. Um, what if we incentivize these people with, with cash? Uh, we could pay for their possessions that they have here in the States. They, if they own a house, we give them a fare at a good price on the house and buy that back and buy their cars, vehicles, whatever it is, and help them to return to their homelands. Is that a bad thing? It's definitely not a bad thing for them to get on out of here, if they're, especially if they're these complainer types or, you know, you anti-American. It would be a bad thing to have a, a government program which would assist them in getting back to their homelands, it getting seems, back with their own people. It's, it seems like a pipe dream. Call me Doubting Thomas, but um, I don't know, man. I'm I'm resistant to giving them anything more, any more. Wouldn't that be nice? Even if, if giving them something more means that we'll get rid of them and they'll go back to their own people? Right. I mean, even still, right now, uh, and it's what we're constantly complaining about. Why can't we just give them a little bit more and incentivize them to go return to their own countries? I don't see how that's... You definitely can voluntarily. I don't want to pay anything more, man. Donning Armor, <laughs> I got I to gotta wrap up. I understand. Appreciate okay. your call. Take care. So, we can call, repa- we can call repatriation right of return, says Patrice O'Neill Griper. Um, thank you, Patrice O'Neill Groiper. That's nice. 
Um, that's racist, says Mays would say the economy was better under Obama. Yeah, she would, right? It was not. Um, he also says people will just say anything. SMH. True. It's true. And it's so interesting. And sometimes they uh, act like they believe it themselves. Mays is, a, is beautiful and knocks men out, says that's racist. <laughs> true. So, uh, you know, I have to read. Hold on. One more from Lin Yan Chin. Hake, tell Maze her mouth is a weapon. And that's what the Bible says, too, honestly, Maze. It says uh, the tongue is, um, can spark a wildfire. It's crazy. I think that's what it says about the tongue. I think it says it in the book of James. So be careful with your words, right? Congratulations and thank you to Noah's Arkansas. Take care, business bear, army and shaggy boy, and saved 1818. All very well deserved. They got the redistribution of lemons, courtesy of the Obama chest, the Bloomberg chest. <laughs> Thank you very much to Asmador, Noah's Arkansas. That's racist. Oh my gosh. Kamehamedokin. Kamehamedokin. If I'm mispronouncing it, I apologize. Dark Side of the Bear What? Hey, listen up. I may be going on Dark Side of the Bear What's show this week. Hopefully like Cinco de Mayo. Afternoon, evening. Wouldn't that be nice? Um, so make sure you follow her on DLive. Shaggy Boy, thank you. Daryl Wayne, Patrice O'Neill Groiper, Turtles, Turtle Bro Man. And Marie May Begalot. Bagel, bagelette. If I'm mispronouncing it, I'm sorry. Maybe it's bagelette. But anyways, guys. Um, last quick story. One in six nursing homes, according to Drudge, came out a few days ago, reported an outbreak. The extreme anti-left American, anti-American, I should say, far left anti-American Washington Post reported via the hour. The number of nursing homes publicly reporting cases of COVID-19 has doubled in the past week. And this was reported, I think, late this past week, right? With more than one in six facilities nationwide now acknowledging infections among residents or staff, a Washington Post analysis said. And the rise is driven in part by a newly released information about previous, and they use the term novel coronavirus, which is the Chinese Communist Party virus, right? Infections from states including Michigan, Maryland, Kentucky, South Carolina. So New Jersey, second only to New York in the total number of confirmed coronavirus cases. Officials have reported of infections at 80% of that state's homes, nursing homes. Dang, be choosy about where you put your parents or grandparents, right? Maryland had 60% of homes, of uh, homes infected, right? Crazy. In five states, Maryland, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Georgia, and New Jersey, the virus had struck a majority of nursing homes. Crazy. Here's the phony part. There's this evil swooping in with a false solution. Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat from Massachusetts, Pocahontas, and two other so-called lawmakers called on CMS, Centers for Medical Medicare and Medicaid Services, to address systemic failures 
at nursing homes that are part of regional or national chains. What a mess. I'm going to have to get to Professor Crunk, that black female, tomorrow. I completely blanked on her, but I will get to her. She said, fat Black Lives Matter. So make sure you tune in tomorrow on the Hake Report. But for now, get, over, get on over to Bond Rebuilding the Man YouTube channel or Bond Rebuilding the Man Facebook page or wherever you like to join. Could be Jesse Lee Peterson's D Live because we're going to be streaming church with Jesse Lee Peterson as long as everything works properly. In other words, if the Lord is willing and the creek don't rise. <laughs> In one hour, Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. Go to rebuildingtheman.com slash church for Church with Jesse Lee Peterson. And thehakereport.com for my my stuff. I'll post my stuff up on the blog shortly. Take care, guys. Thanks.